What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 for week 13 of the NFL season of the Siege Mentality Podcast. I'm the Siege. This podcast, of course, is brought to you by Elite Sports Betting, where you can find all of Ricky's and Maya's bets um, every NFL week. Um, I'll have some F1 bets up this week as well. I took a couple weeks off the card. Thank God I would have gotten destroyed. Um, knowing when not to bet sometimes is the best policy. I uh, would have gotten absolutely wrecked in the, in the race last week. But uh, we'll be back this week. I, got, I like some bets this week. Um, and with that, Ricky, what's going on, buddy? Oh, I've had a day today. Yeah. I feel like i got to vent somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you worry. I'm going to give you a chance to. Um, let me just say first, uh, you know, I thought I had the bad morning. Um, I, I got kicked out of my apartment because someone decided to lit, light their apartment on fire. Um, <laughs> so I thought I had the worst morning of the group. But no, no, you did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yesterday, so we moved <clears throat> into a new apartment, for those of you who are not familiar, and we had a couch order come in two separate, you know, we had two, ordered two couches. One came yesterday. My fiance was there to help me. And one came this morning, and I was on my own. So I had to move a two-part couch into my office, which I thought was going to be the end of the apartment. And it was just way too friggin' big. So I'm, you know, sweating my ass off moving in here, only to realize that this is just not going to happen. I have a, I mean, I have a small bedroom for my office that already has a Peloton that already has a pretty big desk. And so I was freaking out this morning, and uh, my fiance came through though. She put it. On the internet, one you know, basically I was calling her, yell not, not yelling, but I was you know this isn't gonna work. E- e- I just wanted upset, to pretty upset. I was upset, and you know, a five hundred dollar couch by that got delivered at I think it was ten a.m. By now three p.m. I had to move it downstairs, which sucked again. But we had three hundred and fifty dollars in cash, so I actually think I'm a big winner today after all said and done. But I am sore as all hell is all I can tell you. Oh man, I I had so many questions for you. Like, why didn't you just do this yourself? See, I was trying to explain this to you before the pod is that when we moved in together, my stuff was all thrown out. I was told I have no style. Uh, my couches weren't allowed. You know, hers all matched one another, and she's like, you know, her her parents are interior design. And then, so I basically gave her the wherewithal to do it all. But holy crap, was that couch crunched. I mean, it, it, we had like 90 inches of space and a 91-inch couch. And, I mean, it, it was a couch with an L. So literally just think of like a little crunched office where you would have had to like walk on the couch to get to the Peloton or to change a channel. Like that is what we were talking about in a tiny little room. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to fly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the vision I had. Let's put it that way. Yeah, boy, that, that that doesn't sound all that great. Speaking of not great, running back battle for me. Not great. Another beatdown week 11. <laughs> I forgot to do the peak pod week 12, which would have been a win for me because I would have taken Derek Henry with the first overall pick. So it's been a complete yep. disaster for me uh, last two weeks here. Um, it's really frustrating because I finally would have had the running back that would have just broke the slate. would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, I ended up playing him, too. It would have been interesting. I don't think I would have taken him first pick. So. Well, I had the first pick, so it didn't matter. You wouldn't have had a choice. Okay, then then yes, you would have won. Yeah, I know. Very frustrating, but that's what I get for forgetting. The days, the Thanksgiving week's always hard. I always forget the days of the week. I always forget what the hell's going on. And I was feeling like crap on top of it. And it was just like, I thought I had done everything. And then Monday morning, I was like, oh, yeah. No, I had not. 
Oops. <laughs> yeah, I did feel like a light week, by the way. I remember we like connected, was it Sunday afternoon? Just like, and then we both realized like, oh yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, that, that, that's why it didn't feel like, like, it should, like Thanksgiving week always feels like a ton of work. Because like there's an extra show, an extra article, you know, whatever. Extra slate. And then this week I was like, man, it didn't feel so bad at all. Like, that's not so bad. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. That would be why. Um, okay, that being said, let's go ahead and do the running back draft. I have the first pick since I didn't use it last week. Um, and for those of you wondering when we, record, we are recording this, we do have the Josh Jacobs news as we start this yep. recording. So um, it will be interesting to see where Devontae Booker goes. That being said, I have the first overall pick. I am going to go with Derrick Henry again this week. Um, it's a close call between him and Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I'm just a little concerned about the workload talk there in Minnesota. It feels kind of real to me. They have to win out, and they got some tough games coming up. I just think if they get a lead, he's not going to be running every play. Meanwhile, in Tennessee, Vrabel talked about getting Henry involved in the passing game, which makes sense. It was really effective for him last year. and just has been non-existent this year. So uh, those two little things get, just gave Derrick Henry the little bit of an edge for me, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, it's it's really close. Um, I mean, I do have concerns about Dalvin's injury, like you said. I don't. <coughs> I think the way you covered it is the way I feel about it. Is I'm going to play some of him in daily fantasy, but if they do get ahead, I would not be surprised if we see a fair amount. Of Alexander Madison, I don't think he's like a sure thing. Have to play him at 9,500, but I still feel like I have to take him with the second pick, right? With a 31 implied total, uh, even if he's splitting the workload, I just feel like this is a game where he should get into the end zone. I have a pretty strong floor with him. I think there's a tier of two after this tier, potentially a tier of three, depending on how you see it. And I'm not really sure where to go here. I think I'm going to go just seeing the way that the the Patriots defense has been this year with, with Austin Eckler um, because I, I know I'm getting the receptions there over double digit receptions in his first game back I think the focus of the defense is going to be Keenan Allen um, I think we saw enough to consider Austin Eckler a true RB1 especially in PPR the rest of the way this Patriots defense has been bad against both aspects uh, they are 28th in rushing DVOA 30th in passing DVOA and again, I, I still do have some faith in some of their corners. So that, to me, that makes me feel good about a back in the passing game. I'm going Eckler over a, a pair of good backs that I like as well. Interesting. I, I, I like Eckler. I didn't think he was going to go this high. Um, hmm. we do, we, we're doing drafting scoring, correct? We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Should, I should have I asked that. No, right? you, yeah, it's good. Okay. We've been doing drafting scoring all year. But okay. always get to remind people. Um, I didn't expect to have this option. Uh, hmm. I too have a tier of two here, and I don't know how you feel about the situation. Um, I'm gonna go with one that I think you're not expecting, and I'm gonna go with Miles Gaskin here. Um, eleven and a half point favorites here. Forty-two and a half total isn't great, but uh, Brita's sick. Washington and Ahmed have already been ruled out. If Gaskin's activated, which I guess is a big if, it's going to be a monstrous load for him against this Bengals defense that can't stop anyone. I get an alternate pick here. Um, so if I need it, I got it. Um, but I think that if he plays, he's going to have a monster game. So 
I'm going to go with him. I'm not sure where he was on your rankings. Did you have him on your rankings? Could have I waited? He was the next guy after this tier of two. But he, I mean, with if anyone, if there's no one else active, I think the workload is definitely comparable. So I don't think that's a crazy pick at all. All right, and I'm going to take Aaron Jones here. Uh, maybe this okay. is a little bit of homerism because in my biggest league, I have Aaron Jones and going up against um, Rodgers and Devonta Adams. So it's pretty clear how that week is going to be decided um, right now for all the money in my big stakes season long league. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to just hope that this is Aaron Jones week. It feels like people are just going to like stop playing him now. And the Aaron Jones three touchdown week is still firmly in play. It's still firmly available. Um, and Philly's run defense is nothing to write home about. So I'm going to go ahead and take Aaron Jones here. But uh, I mean, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, Williams has definitely been getting some work. But I don't know. The Green Bay defense doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. I think that this is going to be a four-quarter game. Yeah, I, that was a man of my next tier. And I hate taking the back with a 20 total. But you got to be a believer in James Robinson at this point, right? I mean, another big game from him last week. This Minnesota defense, overall, to running backs, at least 24.5 fantasy points allowed to the position in three of the last five weeks. Um, I just think that this team is going to try and ride him as much as possible. It's not a great implied total, but even when they're playing from behind, Robinson still seems to get the workload. So a little concerned about that pick. I would have taken Aaron Jones as well, but I still do have them in a similar tier. And they're, I mean, you look at initial UFC ownership projections, and is this correct? James Robinson, 30, Aaron Jones, 4.3, because to me, uh, that just doesn't seem like anywhere near the way it should be. But if that proves to be the case, I'm going to be playing a bunch of Aaron Jones this weekend. Man, do I hate this next pick. Um, for the first week in a long time, I like a Bears running back. And I'm not sure if I if I take him here or, or later, because I just think you have no interest in David Montgomery, even though I think this is a very weak for, very good week for David Montgomery. So for that reason, I think I'm going to take Nick Chubb in a game with the high total. I don't think Tennessee, uh, their rushing defense is really anything to write home about. They're basically league average. And low-key Tennessee games lately have turned into like Atlanta games from earlier in the season where most of them are shootouts. I happen to like the passing game for the Browns, but I do know that they are an offense motivated to run with Kevin Stefanski, so I always feel good about Nick Chubb. I'm going to take Chubb before Montgomery. I don't expect you to take Montgomery, but those are the two who I have up next in terms of raw projection. I'm surprised you didn't take the one you liked better, because that was your last starting slot, but okay. Um, I'm going to take Devontae Booker here. Um, it's a running back against the Jets. Booker has been very good this season. Um, you know, I, I, I think people are going to be a little wary of him this week. You know, a lot of the value running backs last week did not come through. But this is a different situation to me. Like, this is a guy who's been playing well all year. He's been taking drives away from Josh Jacobs all year. He's been effective. This isn't a good Jets defense. I don't have much faith that they're going to throw for their red zone touchdowns. I mean, I, I've made fun of Waller about 100 times this year because he just can't ever seem to get in the end zone. I just feel like that the touchdowns they score are going to be rushing. And to me, that screams two or three touchdowns for Devontae Booker. Um, he's going to be one of my highest on players this week. Um, yep. I, 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 I don't think this is Brian Hill 2.0. Um, I think this is a better spot. 
Um, and he's very likely going to get my Austin Eckler treatment from last week. There you, yeah, I'm completely on board with that. It's uh, So we're going by raw projection here, I should note. I mean, we'll talk about daily fantasy, but basically the cost for Devontae Booker and David Montgomery and Miles Gaskin is very different than the likes of Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, James Robinson. So the fact that we're talking about these guys who are priced lesser in the same tier as guys who cost that much more should tell you all you need to know for daily fantasy purposes. I just want to clarify that. Yep. Let me see. Who is my highest? Actually, you're not going to believe who my highest right, my highest own running back is left. <laughs> my highest projection guy, believe it or not, is one David Montgomery. Oh, I thought I could let him go. I, I can't believe this is true. I'm just double-checking to make sure I've actually input my model correctly. <laughs> I don't want to take him. He's so bad at football. The, pro- <laughs> the problem is this guy might... Look, here's the problem. Actually, that's, you know what I should do? Because if Miles Gaskin is inactive, it's going to be the Matt Breida show. I should just take Matt Breida. There's no way that they're going to inactivate. I think I'll save you. I think Breida was placed on the COVID list. Oh, is that what the illness was? Yeah, I'll save you from that. I saw that about 20 minutes ago. Ooh. So yeah, that's literally. That's not great. The only possibilities for actives are Patrick Laird and what's the other guy's name? Malcolm Perry. Oh, the uh, former Navy quarterback. Yes, those are your other options at running oh, back. Oh, it's going to be Gaskin then. Much yes. ha- I, I did not know that, and now I'm very, very happy that I took Miles Gaskin where I took him. Um, he's going to have to be the guy. Um, okay. In that case, uh, yeah, I have to take David Montgomery. I don't feel great about oh, it. I thought I no giving choice. you that little piece of info might give me uh, might give me the edge for you to just politely give me Montgomery, but that's fine. I'll find. I else. thought about it, but the, pro- <laughs> the problem was the only other guy I really wanted was Le'Veon Bell because I think ACEH is going to play, but I can't take that risk in my alternate slot. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what? You want Montgomery? Uh, there's another guy I like. It's probably the guy I, w- I was going to swap to, so. It's you can Miles pick. Sanders. Who do you want? It's it's Miles Sanders is the guy that I would take against Green Bay. Yeah. Do you want Montgomery or Sanders? Who do you want? I'll take Montgomery. All right. You can have Montgomery. I'll take Miles Sanders. That's fine. I will give you David Montgomery. I don't like him. He's terrible at football. <laughs> guys won one good game against the Packers, and everyone's like, oh, David Montgomery. He's back. Yeah, and it was one long run for the record. Yeah, like the first run from the game. The nice shit on slate was over after one carry. It was great. Yeah, and like he still, <coughs> just to be fair, like they're not giving him upper teens and carries week in and week out. Like this is a guy that you really have needed to get it done in 11 to 13. So the fact that I see these additional projections for him to be close to 30% worries me more than originally expected. Like yeah, I, I have Aaron Jones in be... single digits too. I, I, I think he's going to be the Derrick Henry of this week. I, I'm starting to... Very quickly warm up to Aaron Jones. Um, his Miles price is Gaskin, down too. Miles Gaskin's got to be up there for consideration too. I think like people will realize that, but yeah, I have Gaskin is pretty popular. Where is he at? I have him at twenty percent, and I expect that's going to rise. Interesting. Okay. But I, I also ruled out all the. I just ruled out Matt Breida too. So as soon as I ruled out Breida, his ownership just flew way up in my. Yeah. So that would do it for sure. 
Okay, that is the running back draft. So again, rookie starters Cook, Eckler, Robinson, Chubb. With Montgomery as the alternate, I have Derrick Henry, Gaskin, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Booker with Miles Sanders as the alternate. Okay, um, well, neither one of us have done our picks because I just posted the sheet. Um, because, again, I forgot what day of the week it is. Uh, still just under the weather. I don't know what the hell this is. I don't think it's the Rona, but if this is the Rona, then it's not so bad. But I've, all I've done is like sleep for two weeks, it feels like. Um but let's go ahead and then uh, talk some games, shall we? Sure. You want me to get started? Yeah, please. I wanted to see if I could talk the group into. We were, as a unit, on the Titans last week. I'm off the Titans this week. I like the Browns here. I mean, it did, it did seem like Baker got going. You know that, that they're, they can pound the ball as well as anyone, including Tennessee, this Tennessee defense just gives up all the points, so I just feel like the running game has to show up for Cleveland to keep them in this game throughout. And for that reason, I like the five and a half points here. I know, you know, Derrick Henry's a monster. This Cleveland run defense is not great in their own right, but this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's a back-and-forth game, and, it, you know, the basically it took the whole season, but finally Baker realized that, you know, Jarvis Landry is always open in the short field, and if that continues, I think this passing offense should be at least ample. I think the Browns play with them this week. Uh, I have no faith in the Browns. Like, I don't trust Baker. I, he has one good game against a bad team. Now we're going to we're gonna back him. Uh, I, I don't you, think this defense is any good, the Titans. Yeah, but the problem is I just don't think the Browns defense has any hope. Like, I feel like they're going to have to score every time to stay in this game. And Baker you just are, isn't good enough to do that. You are on this game for daily fantasy, though, right? I mean, like, I think this is like a... I like Derrick Henry. I, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to run it back with a Brown yet. I, I, I think it's too early in the week for me to know that for sure. Got it. Um, I don't like a lot of the games on the slate this week. I have to admit, I don't really like this slate at all. Um, there really isn't... There's only one game that I think I really feel good about in terms of a shootout. Um, and I don't think it's going to surprise anyone. Although the total is a bit lower than I expected. Maybe this isn't Chalky. That'd be nice. I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, it's Chalky. Where am I going? Are you going to your Patriots? Oh, God, no. No. Oh, I thought you were going the Herbert side against your Patriots. No, 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 no. A rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick? Have you lost your mind? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I like the Pats in that game a lot. Um... I like the Rams-Arizona game to shoot out this week. Um, Got it. I think everyone saw last week that Kyler Murray had no business playing in that football game. None. He just couldn't throw the football at all. And the Patriots, as soon as they saw that, they just completely changed the game plan. They just like were like, all right, we're just not going to turn the ball over. Kyler's shoulder's not right. Um, and that was that. But now we're another week past it. He did actually play through the game, as terrible as he was. I think he's going to be healthy this week. The Rams' defense has been nothing special. And I know golf has been terrible the last few weeks. But this Arizona secondary, you can eat it up alive here. Um, Woods and Cup, I, I see they're really highly projected owned. I'm kind of annoyed by that. It's definitely a price thing, unfortunately. I kind of wish they were just like 7000 and no one was on them. Because I, I would still play them here. I, I love this spot for the Rams. I think it's a really good bounce-back spot for the Rams. Um... I, I I like the over in this game at 48 a lot. Um, 
But I don't know if I'm going to pick... I, like, if I had to lean to a side, I'd pick the Rams. But I really just like this game to shoot out. Ah, so you're, so you're not really uh, committing to one side of this game. You're just talking about a game that you'll be stacking, if I understand. Clearly. Yeah, I, I, I'd like the two and a half from the Rams, I think. But if Kyler's shoulder's right, it's going to look really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, the, the, the public has moved Indianapolis an additional point. How many points do you think that Will Fuller and Bradley Roby should be worth? Because the public apparently views it as one full point. Should be like two, two and a half. So, so I think Colts minus three and a half then is probably a number we should be on. Because um, I think I agree with you. I mean, Will Fuller, without Will Fuller and with the way that this run offense has looked, this I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball as smoothly as usual. I think, you know... Aikens will be busy. Probably a tight end we'll have to be looking at in daily fantasy. Um, you know. Oh, he'll catch all the touchdowns as chalk. Don't worry. God forbid exactly. he could catch any low owned on Thanksgiving. Exactly. But I think this is a scenario where we, we should be on the Colts. They're kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. But, you know, DeForest Buckner's back, too. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Buck- like, what, why did the Texans run all over? Why did the Titans run all over him? Oh, that was not a shock at all. If you no, of course not. It was like the most obvious thing in the world. It was great watching him check in at single-digit ownership, and then by halftime, you had to have him to win the slate. It was fun. Oh, yeah. It's the first time I... this year I've had the guy you had to have in the first half of the first games. <laughs> no, uh, basically, if you went on Elite Fantasy and read me, you, Healy, any of our articles, we were all, all over that. <clears throat> uh, that definitely was an edge last week. But, yeah, I think this Colts deep, rushing defense is good, so that, you know, that doesn't worry me at all. And I think Rivers shows up against a bad defense as much as he needs to to cover three points. I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah, I, I like this spot as well. I completely agree with you. If Michael Pittman has a bad nine-target game, again, I quit against this Houston secondary with no, no Roby. This is Pittman bounce back week. Pittman should just go bonkers this week. Yep. I'm sure he'll be like three times ownership because that's how it always works. But Oh, actually, I don't, let's see. Eight percent? All right. Yeah, I, I guess some people have figured it out, but not a ton. Maybe people, uh, you know, go to T.Y. Hilton after his big game last week, and we do get some Pittman. Oh, yeah, T.Y. Hilton. He's definitely back. You should do that. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of just, like, games I don't have a great feel for. Like, Bears-Lions. Like, I kind of want to play Mitchell Trubisky. I agree with you. I mean, it looks like Galladay and Swift are like long shots again. Galladay's been ruled out. He just got ruled out. Okay. And Swift, I mean, that sounds bad. He's yeah, that sounds injuries. awful, doesn't it? Peterson says he like hasn't been himself. That sounds like a Jamal Lewis situation. Yeah, it does not look great. And um, they then listed him on the injury report with an illness. He cleared the concussion protocol. How the fuck can you clear the concussion protocol if you're like, if when like, Probably, like, one of the toughest guys in the NFL at running back is like, yeah, uh, I'm a little bit worried for the kid. Yeah, um, I understand. Maybe you shouldn't let him pass the protocol at that point. Just a thought. Yeah, like, maybe if he's, you know, gone into a second personality, that should not be worthy of clearing concussion protocol. Just a thought. Just a thought here. Yeah, apparently we're in some, like, distinct minority opinion here, I, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it doesn't look great. Yeah, I kind of like the Bears here. I think that is this finally Mooney week? Is this our Mooney week that we've been waiting for? Allen Robinson is questionable. Mooney's questionable too, but I think Mooney for sure is playing. Um, I think he could be. 
God, I love Mooney. Even if Robinson plays, I I, I kind of like it. Um, you know, like especially like maybe he's a decoy and all that, and then Mooney gets some looks. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think this could be a good Mooney spot for sure. Um, he he also too had a terrible nine target game. Um, so uh, that's apparently our thing this week is to go back to guys that had nine target games and just did nothing with them. Yeah. Okay. Freaking Jacoby Brissett, did you see that? Like in garbage time, had Pittman wide open. They ran a double move down like 30, and he was wide open, and freaking Brissett out, like threw the ball out of bounds. I was like, you oh, have yeah. to be kidding I, me. Didn't you see that my best lineup of the weekend, one that was top five in the 555, had Pittman as just a total stinker? So I was watching that with as much conviction as you were. Yeah, I had Pittman. A lot, I had a lot of great teams. They were all like one player short. Like if basically anyone other on the, if anyone else on the Vikings catches that second touchdown other than Justin Jefferson, life is very good for me. Yep. But a loss. Can... That's you got. You know, he plays with like the Millie. You have to be that perfect. Um, so na- nature of the beast. Um, God, these games just suck. Like Vikings Jaguars. Like, is there like any Jaguar you would even consider playing? Like other than James Robinson? But I'm not touching James Robinson. Chalk. I- I've been done with that for a while now. I have to be honest. Like if he's gonna be like 40% owned. And 20 team totals, like, I'm just going to fade every time. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I mean, especially looking at the other guys in the tier who are going to be overlooked, who I have projected similarly, it's like, why take the guy at 40%? Yeah, I mean, Eckler's a good option. Henry's a good option. Aaron Jones is going to be. I know I'm, I'm kind of biased because I really need this to happen, but it just has all the feel of, like, the Aaron Jones three touchdown week, like, He's been just blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, you know, 155 yards rushing, three touchdowns, and you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That that seems to be how Aaron Jones goes, by the way. I know. Just just yeah. as soon as you write him off, like, that's when he strikes. Yeah, that seemed last year, I think I had him, like, 7% on the field <coughs> where he went nuts, and it was, like, coming off games where people were on him, and he failed. So... That's when I definitely like to be there. It's just a question of how much Jamal Williams. And I hope it's, you know, enough that Aaron Jones can still get his. That's that's the only concern. I kind of like the Eagles to keep this competitive this week. I don't know why. The Eagles have been terrible. Every time I've watched them, they've been terrible. I just it's, just... it's just a matter of, like, looking at, you know, the market share projections for him and James Robinson. For me, it's like 54% of the rushes for Aaron Jones. And is, that really, is he really been that low? It's it's been low, but I mean the targets are still great, and you know you still assume he gets a bunch of the looks by the goal line, and you know just let me put it this way, even with those projections, I still have Aaron Jones projected for like half a fantasy point higher, and they're almost the same cost. Yeah, I I, I just I just I think the Eagles are going to show up this week. I don't know who on the Eagles is going to show up because Ertz is back and the whole offense is back. It just maybe it's Miles Sanders. But yeah. I, I kind of have a feel. I, I kind of like the Eagles to keep this game competitive this week. I think um, it has to be Miles Sanders if they're gonna. I mean, like Green Bay, the way you beat them is via the ground. So who who yeah, else? Yeah, well, they have to actually give them some touches this week. That, that that'd be step one. Right, right. I guess. But that's... yeah, I, I I do like Miles Sanders this week. I think that's a game. I think that game is closer than the eight and a half. But I know that full well that I will get zero consensus on that. So I'm not even sure I'm gonna try. I, I know full well no one's gonna want to touch that with me. 
I feel like this is a week you could get consensus, though, on New England. I mean, that that game's moved two and a half points in their favor. And like you said, Bill Belichick against the rookie quarterback. I mean, th- talk about coaching mismatch. Bill Belichick versus Anthony Lynn. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's probably a five-point difference in coaching. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to argue with that. I mean, it's just Anthony. Uh, Anthony Lynn's so bad. I can't believe he, uh, we we couldn't get the rushing touchdown with Austin Eckler when he was an idiot to run the ball with Eckler. Like, how amazing would have that been? Oh my! That that would have been multi-thousand difference. In my yeah, opinion. same here. That would have been monstrous. Decision. And by the way, Eckler was also tackled at the one earlier in the game. And I'm trying to think who else. I, oh, Sammy Watkins was tackled at the one in our Mahomes stack. So it really should have been a much bigger weekend for us. I mean, there were two tackles at the one that just killed us. Yeah, I mean, it was when we have Derrick Henry and Tyreek Hill as our top players of the league, and they combined to go for 100 fantasy points. It should be a good week. Yeah, it was good. It's just it was so close. To oh, the just, best week yeah, in, it was in just years. like one yep. player here, one player there. The Falcons defense getting 28 points. That should have been so predictable in retrospect. Like, everyone was on the Raiders. Everyone was trusting the Raiders. We did it too. That should have been like, what are you doing? You're trusting Derek Carr at a 1 o'clock start? I, I, <laughs> I was kicking myself for the second quarter. I was like, why did you trust the freaking Raiders here? I was like, Falcons were a perfect MME defense play. I was kicking myself. That yep. was that wasn't even being results oriented. I knew in the first quarter it was a mistake. No, and their defense has been much better under Raheem Morris. I saw their fifth in explosive pass rate, meaning top five, since Morris took over after they were in the bottom five before he took over. Saints Falcons talk about a game I have no interest in for fantasy. Just straight up no interest. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I, I did the I did the Alvin Kamara one percent thing. I, I think I have to sit this one out until he actually like catches some passes. Yeah, I, I agree, and I don't think this is a Taysom game against a very good rushing defense. I mean, could he get you know in the end zone twice? Sure, but I think I'd rather take my shot on some of these other high upside, you know, multi-dimensional quarterbacks. I, I hate to say it, but I'd rather take the shot on Trubisky. I can't believe I just said I want to play Trubisky in twenty twenty. I can't believe those words came out of my mouth. He's one I, of those this, guys. This is that... probably the weakest quarterback pool we've had the entire year. Remember, Jeff Driscoll has won a million dollars for people when he stepped in. It's all I could got to remind you of. I mean, this this is like the weakest quarterback pool like ever. I mean, it's just brutal, 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 brutal. Yep. I mean, like Wilson against the Giants, but like blah. Watson, no way. Rogers, I guess if you're gonna take the other side of the Aaron Jones game, I guess that's probably a stand I'll take. It's seven percent owned. Trubisky, Goff. It's like Fitzmagic if he plays. The quarterbacks suck. Like, they suck, man. I know. That's why, like, I keep looking at Baker Mayfield's name and wanting to click that button. Uh, How many games this year does he have above 19 fantasy points? Not very many. (laughs) One. I think one. Yeah. And it's the Bengals. It's the only team he's allowed to play well against. I mean, Tennessee, that's got to be the team that, like, everyone's allowed to play well against. God. Some random quarterback is just going to go just destroy the slate. Kyler Murray, by the way, at, like, 5% owned, could just go break the slate. Everyone everyone saw how bad he was last week. Everyone. So, I'll give you the names. uh, Okay. 
last week, I guess it was two quarterbacks combined. It wasn't just Rivers, but 31 total drafting points from Indianapolis. They got 25 the first go around. Uh, Bears quarterbacks, 25 fantasy points against this defense. That's three of their last four against Indian Bears quarterbacks who have torched them. That's the reason I like Baker. If if the Bears... Baker's just bad! So, would you argue otherwise with uh, with Bears quarterbacks? I'll give you these stat lines. It was Foles, mind you, 335-2. and two. Nick Foles threw for 335 yards against the defense. And now we've got Baker Mayfield against them coming off a game. Nick Foles has better weapons than Baker Mayfield does. I... I mean, Allen Robinson is better than any weapon they have. That's what so, I'm saying. It's Landry, it's like Hooper, and it's like, it's not great. The combination of Kareem Hunt and Landry is better than anything the Bears have, I think could be argued. But it's close. The problem is Kareem Hunt could also, you know, they could score from inside the five and just negate Baker Mayfield like they do most weeks. But that's a different argument. God. Yeah. This is most of the guys that Baker throws to are very tall. So uh, if there's play action, you figure he can throw for multiple touchdowns. The thing is that the thing that I really like about Kyler on the slate is just the lack of rushing upside from basically every other quarterback on the slate. Yes. Like Russell Wilson has some for sure, but does he really need to do it against the Giants? Probably not. Um. Aaron Rodgers does. We haven't seen it all year, actually, but he does have it. Um, but, like, Taysom Hill does, but that's he can't throw, so that's a little different. And then it's, like, Deshaun Watson, I guess, could run. That's an option, especially when he has no wide receivers left. Um, but for me, it's just, like, Kyler Murray has, like, 60-2 and two upside. And if he, score, if he runs for 60-2, like, he's going to be the highest scoring quarterback. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it's going to be just a whole lot of Rams in Arizona for me. And a lot of Derrick Henry. But yeah. 53 total for Titans and Browns. is Exactly. That's why I want to be on that game. It, I mean, like, looking at it, Tannehill, 4.5%. Mayfield, 3%. It feels like no, there's no one... Way the total, there's no way the ownership stayed that low, right? I don't know. There have been other weeks where it's been, like, the secondary game in terms of the total gets I mean, I can't say anything. Freaking Patrick Mahomes was once again under-owned. So, yeah. Well, high stakes last week, he did get there. But I think in some of the lower stakes... What did he, he get to, still... like, 15%? No. Uh, okay, so in some of the... Like, the smaller 777, he was 24%. So he okay. was definitely the highest the highest quarterback. Yeah, wow. That's why you tried not to play against the sharpest fields in the world. Right. Well... It's also you only got to beat 170 entries instead of 250,000. Yeah, well, minor detail. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a, yeah, I just, 24% Mahomes. Ugh. I know. Ugh. It was kind of luck. Luckily, I had Derrick Henry, too, who was six. Yeah, so. Derrick Henry was a freaking Chico last week. It was fun times. Yes. That really was some fun times. Um, Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? I, I don't really feel like there's a whole a whole lot of other games I want to talk about. Like, no, I, I, like the Raiders against the Jets. I've been the promoting against the Jets all season, but uh, there there's an offense I probably should just suck up and play. The Raiders. Yeah. 
I just think you're getting a lot of it from Devontae Booker, but... Yeah, just... It's, it feels like everyone last week was on the Raiders and no one's going to be on it this week against the Jets. Like, that does feel wrong. Right. Right. I, I, I still have Waller in single-digit projections, which I can't imagine is the way it goes by the end of the weekend. Yeah. I do think Aikens will be number one, but I, I've got to imagine Waller's number two. Is Ertz going to be on on this week? Probably. I think Ferkser is going to pick up some love, too, by the way, without John o. Smith. He's the bare minimum on, on DK. So maybe, just maybe, we won't get as high-owned uh, Waller as we expect. Yeah, Atkins is going to flop lagly after last week where he should have had two touchdowns. Yeah, i got to double-check what's going on with that Indy linebackers because they do have some pretty good coverage linebackers. Yeah, he's just going to have to throw it somewhere. So Right, exactly. Yeah. Zach Ertz, though, single-digit ownership is very interesting. By the way, Indy shut out uh, John o. Smith last week. Did he, didn't John get hurt? He, he did, but I think their tight ends combined had like almost nothing, if I'm correct. Which is well, it's because Derek Kenny was running for like 10 yards of carry. <laughs> correct, but my point is, here, I'll pull it up. I'll give you the actual DVOA numbers instead of just off the top of my head because I think that's what people want. But this has been one of the best tight end defenses. Um, Indy, number six. No, sorry, eight. 39 yards per game to tight ends is the second lowest. Third lowest. Yeah. Tight end this week is definitely going to be a mess, that is for sure. Honestly, I might just go back to Rudolph. I, I'm i thinking in my Aaron Rodgers lineups, I go Tunyon, Devontae Adams. That'll take away one decision. But yeah, Tunyon's been so efficient. I'm just scared to hell that I'm just like banking on 100% efficiency. But by the way, uh, I mean, we talked about it on our Sunday pod. Rudolph without Irv Smith and without feeling it was a lot more of a sure thing. But six for 60, I thought was pretty guaranteed last week. He went over that. With feeling back, I think you temper your expectations a little bit, but the price tag really didn't go up very much. So yeah, I'm okay with the 3,400 Rudolph. No question. Especially because. Is C.J. Henderson back for the Jags? Um, I could double check that injury report. There's so much on these injury reports. I know. That... Let's see. He was put on the IR two weeks ago. No, I have to do math. He's out. He's out? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's been an update, so I'm pretty sure he's out. Yeah, I think it's one more week. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it would be nice if like Justin Jefferson had like a really tough matchup, but alas. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Again, Sunday morning, eleven a.m. Eastern. Ricky and I will be there. We'll have a little more confidence in our plays. We'll we'll know what we're doing after all the news comes out over the next twenty-four thirty-six hours. And again, this podcast is brought to you by Elite Sports Betting. If you haven't checked us out over there, what are you waiting on? It's been a fantastic season. So check us out over at Elite Sports Betting. For Ricky, I'm CJ. That's it. Week 13 in the books. We'll see you next week.